just came out that people right now, their shots fired at Nipsey's memorial, which I knew there would be. And um, yeah, so well, yeah. Some, a lot of LA people are out there. And one of my friends was like, yeah, my friend wants me to go out there. And I was like, girl, hell no. It's about to be, everyone I know has said it's about to be some, you know, some really bad violence in these streets. People are distraught. You know, yeah, people are hurting. This is like when Pac yeah. yeah, this is I mean, the closest thing that we have to that in the sense of the impact. I mean, right now, you know what I mean? Like yeah. somebody was oh. saying, Marlon was saying something about earlier, like someone had mentioned, you know, people didn't give this kind of uh, uh, attention to when Pimp C died. <sighs> I was like, it's a difference. Don't get me wrong, Pimp C had a lot of love, okay? But one, he had an overdose. Yeah. Two, um, it's yeah, a Yeah, yeah, yeah. They do kind of remind me of each other, though. Not in the sense of how they rap or anything like that, but just their come up. Like, Pimp C probably could have sure. gotten to the level of Nip C had he lived longer, you know? Sure. Um, maybe. Sure. But even sure. death. They played his music more in his death after, you know, than when I feel he like they did with a lot of people though. Like um, which is one thing that's really sad is that like your presence in some cases can be a lot louder than when you're here on earth. You know what I mean? Not saying that Nipsey's wasn't. His was definitely impactful while he was here on earth. Um, but what I'm saying is is sometimes it does feel as though the outrage or the noise is praise whatever you want to call it is given after someone dies which you know you always want to continue to give people their flowers while they're here at least be mindful of that and I feel like he got lots of love while he was here too though um hence why I don't feel like he thought he was going to get ever get shot in his own hood at his own store you know that just doesn't happen in the hood like that especially when you have that kind of street cred you know like, I'm sure there was conversations between him and Lauren London, like, you know, babe, why don't you hire some, you know, just people to work? You don't got to work, you know, there no more. Da, 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 da. It's like, man, ain't nobody going to do nothing to me. You know, that's my block. That's my store. You know, we good, you know, that kind of thing. Like, I'm just sure some conversations were happening like that. And maybe not, but I just feel like he really did not think this would ever happen because if he did, he would have security. He would, he wouldn't be so approachable you know what I mean so for those who, who don't know yeah hustle was shot down yesterday in LA um south central LA where he owned a store a storefront and he actually owned the entire plaza shopping <laughs> center. so it was like a fish place in there it was a whole bunch of different like little stores and shops but he apparently got shot gunned down by um I c didn't it seem like it was more than one person in the little surveillance? Yeah, it seemed like it was like it was three. like two or three people. Yeah, I, it looked like three people, but really? I could be wrong. I mean, I, I just know like I saw one, one, yeah. and one. But somebody after I looked at a closer angle, I believe one of the ones that I saw was a girl in her car, and when she saw what was happening, she got out the car and was trying to run somewhere, and then she ran back to her car. And then she I got back that, and she got out. Yeah. I was like, were they chasing? Were they running her? Because I was yeah. like, girl, why did you run in and then get out? 
Girl. And then she probably didn't know what to do. She probably was oh, like, oh, this like a, I know, that's like a nightmare. Know. Shoot, I know. I remember uh, my senior year in high school, I was dating this guy. Um, he wasn't the first love of my life. And um, he lived in the hood. And um, we were driving out of the hood. And we were at a stoplight. And I just heard pop, 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 pop. And I was like, ah! Shots. He was like, yeah, girl, hush. He was like, go drive. Because I was about to hop out of the car. He was like, why you gonna hop, get out of the car? He was like, you don't drive. You know, he had no car. So he's like, you don't drive. And I was like, oh my God. But my instinct was like, get out the car, do something. I don't know what the hell I was thinking. I, it was just, and it was, sounded really close to me. So that's why I was like, oh my God. I was ducking. I was like, oh my God. He was like, those are gunshots. You're fine. You know, I was like, so I can't tell you why she ran out and ran back in. <laughs> I just know what I did. Oh, and I didn't I'm even sure see nobody get shot. So I can't ever tell you. Right. <clears throat> I was she, completely shocked. So when I found out, it's so funny because I was on the phone yesterday with um, my girlfriend, Ashley. I was pulling up to the house and we were just having casual conversation and she was like, oh, says Nipsey Hussle got shot. And I was like, say that? I was like, what? And she was like, yeah, it was like some, some radio station saying Nipsey, they think got shot or something. I was like, hold on. And, you know, I start, because I'm like, if they're announcing it on a radio or wherever she said she got it from, surely it's on social media. I couldn't find anything on social media for like three minutes. And then when I typed in Nipsey in the tags, I saw some headlines from TMZ because, you know, I feel like TMZ is just everywhere. Like, they always get the news first, no matter if they're in Switzerland or Alaska. TMZ is everywhere. So TMZ said Nipsey Hussle, you know, gunned down. It didn't say he had died. Um, And I was like, and I think I screenshot it to you at some time, around the time that I found out. You and said, then, well, you said shot, it said shot or whatever, and then... Yeah, shot, shot. I didn't um, read, I was like, oh, I, immediately, I didn't think it was nothing, like, really that serious, and then yeah. you had texted me, because I'm like, oh, it's probably shots in the area where he was at, because the first mm-hmm. report was just like, oh, shots fired at Nipsey, it didn't even say he got hit, it was like, shots fired at him, mm. and then yeah. you was like, girl, he got shot six times. Yeah, because I don't see that because I was just trying to say, don't put that in the air. That didn't happen. That's a rumor. Didn't happen. Girl, it, mm. unbelievable. Unfucking believable. And then, um, so then I was like, you know, then more news was developing about, you know, oh God, someone's actually died. Three people got shot. One of them has been pronounced dead. They're still un- unidentifiable, you know, and then. I was talking to Marlon and just with other reports and trying to piece everything together. Um, everybody was like, yeah, he got shot like one time in the head, a couple times in the body. He's laying there lifeless. And then I saw videos already of the amp, the paramedics pumping his body, trying to get him. See, I saw that before I even knew what I was watching. Like I didn't even oh. know. I was just like, what is this? And I kept scrolling and then you literally had texted me. And I was like, I wonder if that was him. And I was like, no, nah, that wasn't him. And then you sent me a picture of what he was wearing. And I was like, don't say it was those shorts. Yeah. 
Because that's that's when I then that's when I was like because I was like his legs look kind of thick and you know Nipsey's really slender and tall from the video angle it just looked like somebody's yeah. legs were a little bit thick. I was like well maybe it's not him but then I saw a picture of him with a uh, with um, a little kid and I was like he had on red shorts and then a white I was just like oh god and then I was talking to Marlon and I was like how long do you think we'll know before we know if he died he was like oh we're gonna know within about 15 minutes not even three minutes later he was on Twitter and he was like damn NBC News just put out the tweet Nipsey Hussle has been pronounced dead um, at the hospital. And I was like, no. He was like, look. And I was like, and this was before anybody, because I had already posted RIP Nipsey. And so I had people like, is he dead? I don't see it. I was like, NBC News. And then like maybe two minutes after that, the shade room had reposted that. Oh, God. Mm-mm-mm. That's crazy. I just... I'm still in shock. Let me, I'm just, first of all, I'm so tired of seeing shit on social media. Like, I just feel like I'm traumatized. Everyone who's seen these, like, we've just seen so much violence on film and tape and people dying and people's deaths and people shooting on social media that it's almost like desensitized at this point. And it's, my mind's blown like honestly it takes me back to like when junior um died uh got the boy from new york and his murder you know was all over social media before i even knew what was happening and the same shit with nipsey the same shit with xxx um tentacion he they had his body filmed when he got shot in the car and it's spread all over social media and it's just like there's just no more respect there's no more privacy anymore it's super scary um like the video of lauren london they got her all over youtube and stuff and twitter the video of her like running into the hospital um they have this other video one girl um that I follow on Facebook, she posted, and this girl was on YouTube, and they're saying she's Lauren London talking about it, and she's the girl's hysterical, but the girl is only filming like like a corner of her face, like from here up. So I'm like, if that was first of all, it doesn't sound like Lauren London. She had some baby hair, she was light skinned, but it didn't look like Lauren London. Sound like Lauren London, but it had yeah. Lauren London. The wife speaks out because you know you told me that there's allegedly you know got married in Mexico. And, um, you know, they're like, the wife speaks out. I'm thinking like, and so I wrote on post, I was like, this is not Lauren London, first of all. Like, That's not the one that I showed you, right? No, 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 no. No, this is yeah, something. That, that one, for real, for real, you couldn't even see her barely. Like, but it was just her voice that I heard. The one I sent you when she was like running. No, I saw that one. No, 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 no. That, that one was Lauren to me. yeah. I felt like that was Lauren London. No, no, no. That was really blurry. Yours version was really blurry. This was like a very clear version on YouTube. And it's only like this part of her face. And she's just like, she's like, oh, you know, I'm trying to tell you. I'm like, that is not It's just so sad. And I even feel bad for even like watching it and sending it to you. Like, I just hope it gets deleted. I hope all of them get deleted. It's just, it makes my stomach drop. I feel like if you have it, 
Well, see, we just live in a digital. We live in the world where it's just like, it's so, it's sick. Like we don't even think. It desensitizes everything. I saw them trying to resuscitate Nipsey before I even knew that he was pronounced dead. Like, you know, like (laughs) I saw it in video and matched his outfit to the picture you sent me and my stomach dropped. Like, it's just like, that's traumatizing. And we didn't grow up like that. And it's like, now this is becoming more and more, you know, seeing people get shot by the police, dying, getting people, it's just. Kids, kids my son's age, killing themselves because of a challenge. on Instagram live and all types of people stuff on Facebook live like they're killing themselves on Facebook live Instagram live like because it's the cool thing to do play Russian roulette on live or I've been bullied like or a challenge electrocute ourselves for a challenge like and it's so hard because it's like this good and bad you know it's bittersweet because we don't want to see this gruesome traumatic shit but at the same time it like provide so much proof as to like what's really going on in certain situations that's true. you know when discrimination is happening when that's true. whatever when someone's getting killed unnecessarily like it could be evident it could, so it's a double-edged sword it's just i wish that there was some type of fucking like no social media fucking therapy or some shit because i feel like social media is fucking up the psyche of all of us well, we and we live, I agree. And I feel like we live in a popcorn culture where if we don't get the facts right away, we're like, what, like we want things faster and faster and faster. It may not even yeah, be really, we want information. It could Wait. just be something happening. Okay. Well, we need this information right now, right now, yeah. right now, right now. Yeah. So people are working. people are working to become these people these nuanced investigators you know where it's like oh i i was here first you know what i mean i you know and these are people that don't even have to work for anybody think about the person you know who filmed lauren london you know it's just so everybody's like oh my god because guess what? I know I, what I was thinking. I've been thinking, not necessarily, I want to see her reaction when she walks in the hospital. But my thing is in my mind, I'm like, oh my God, I wonder, like, I can only imagine what her reaction was, but I don't necessarily want to see it. I'm just saying that that's me, but you've got some people that are like, Lauren London finds out Nipsey's dead. You know, like people actually search for these type of, we just want information quicker now because the expectation is there. I mean, I know when I'm, you know, have a bad experience at a hotel, you know, I tweet about it. I either write a Facebook post about it that goes viral. You know, I'm not saying mine, but I'm saying people, you know, it goes viral. Like these companies can't control the bad because everything is so, they don't even have time to correct it before it gets out there because it's already gone viral. You see what I'm saying? So I just feel like we live in a popcorn culture with everything. It's like fast food of internet, you know? We don't allow shit to bake. I mean, I'd almost rather just wait. As much as I love getting news quickly, there's so many different, first of all, there's so many different outlets of fake news because again, 
We live in a world where all you have to do is post a headline. And if it seems grabbable or juicy enough, that's going to go viral. So it's like, I'd almost rather wait as eager as I am. I almost rather wait like back in the day or whatever the case is where, you know, they come up, they do the investigations or whatever the case is. And then they present you with the facts. I'm not saying that it has to be back then to live in a whole different world, but you know, we just live in a, we just live in a different, different time. And I don't see it getting better. <laughs> yeah. We're not going to see it getting Unfortunately, but we, are very de- but we are very desensitized as a culture. Like it's not normal to see a shooting or someone get shot, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, there's, it's not normal for you to see somebody being beaten up or mistreated or an elderly woman getting fucking punched and kicked on a fucking sub. Like, that's not normal to oh, see. Oh, I couldn't even watch that one. I didn't oh even watch I didn't watch it. I didn't watch I it. Marlon was like, watch that one. Like, Marlon was old like, people, look, kids, yeah, old people and kids. Like, I tell my mama all the time. My mom is like fascinated with the news and bad shit. Like she just lives in a world where she just has to see it and just live in, uh, it's so depressing. But I've always have to remind her, do not send me shit about kids getting mistreated. I already know that there's crazy people out here putting babies in microwaves or kids in fucking, you know, dryers. Like you don't have to show me what's going on. I can already like, I could probably think of the craziest, wildest thing that someone's done to a kid and it's probably happened if I Googled it. So I don't need to see that. I don't need to, I don't need you to send me the news, especially about an old person either. Like those are my two off limits. I can't, I can't handle it. I cried just reading that title of that elderly woman and looking at her like in the still. I was like, oh my God, because uh, just for you to mess with the old person or a kid, you are (sighs) a different type of just crazy devil just yeah evil 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 people who cannot defend themselves oh so and to kind of bring you're right no you're right and you know to bring it back to the streets you know you mentioned like i don't know much about the streets and i don't either i really don't but what i do know is from documentaries i've watched or just from being around people who have maybe lived that life um from an older standpoint it's no secret that there used to be some sort of respect back in the day where, for instance, you had gangsters say, not saying like they were any gang, you know, whatever you want to call them, thugs, gangsters, whatever. I'm just giving out an example. Like, you know, there, there had been, I've seen things where people have said, you know, kid and older people have always been off limits. Like we don't mess with kids. We don't mess with elderly people. Like, if we're trying to get you, we get you, but we, we don't we do not do that. You know, nowadays in Chicago, with all these, you know, pe- our kids these days don't give a fuck. Um, Snoop Dogg, you know, he's talked about, um, you know, back in the day, he's like, yeah, I can go back to Long Beach. You know, they ain't nothing but love. You know, they show me love. He don't go back there no more because like that, because like he said, he's like the kids these days, they don't have any respect for the G code, whatever that is. I'm thinking it's, you know, certain people, you know, they are off limits or, you know, there is a certain respect, even if you don't agree with, there's that separation or there's that understanding that's like, yo, that's Nipsey, you know, and that's the only thing where I can think of, he did have that street cred. He was that untouchable guy in the sense of, that's Nipsey, like, 
You know, we ain't gonna do nothing. We ain't gonna do nothing to him. I think that's partly why people have such a hard time, you know, accepting that it could have been gang activity or whatever, because people feel as if he was respected in LA, regardless of where people were from (laughs) out there. Like he was just respected. He was a businessman, period. And, you know, gang crime has been down recently. Like gangs have not been fighting each other. Like it's been a serious decrease since like the 90s you know what I'm saying like people don't Mm -hmm. out here gangbanging like that anymore unless it is some type of personal situation so or more so like drugs or money or whatever and so I think that's why a lot of people was like hey this documentary thing you know what I'm saying it's plausible because it's just so hard to fathom people that he helped you know, build up and communities he helped build up, it's so hard to fathom them, them shooting him down and killing him, you know? Um, there's been so many theories about what's happening and apparently there was somebody in custody, but that person still has not been identified by the police, but there are social media pictures of some guy floating around. And I hope that's really the guy, because if not, then this man is about to fucking probably lose his life. Um, but there's also been a lot of conspiracy theories, um, about the Dr. CB thing and, um, Sebi, Sebi, CB. I don't know, know. but I've known about him since left eye, since her whole documentary. That's when I first was introduced to him and his teachings and stuff. And you know how they said it was conspiracy theory with her, um, and you know, I'm a conspiracy theorist. So I'm always like, hey, I don't know anything. Anything's possible. Anything could have happened or anything could have not happened. Like, I know nothing. Yeah. That's all I do know. You know what I'm saying? But as things start to unfold, it's also like a lot of these rappers, especially people who are just successful, shit, you know it just in your hometown or whatever. Like, sometimes it's the people who are from where you from who hate on you the most and who have the most jealousy from you. They they don't, it's crabs in a barrel. They don't want you to get out. So it's like, oh, you think you're untouchable. You think you're this. Secretly, there could be envy and shit. And even if this guy did have some type of random argument with Nipsey, I feel like in some way, shape or form, that was a setup situation. It was just set up to me. It was a setup. It wasn't random. It was planned. The guy has a car rain across the street. It was like he knew exactly how many people was in there. Who You knew niggas were probably, like, why would you not assume Nip- Nipsey had, like, security around him with guns? I would, you know, unless I had been around and, you know what I'm saying? It just seems like a setup situation to me mm-hmm. on a few different levels, whether that's conspiracy or whether that's just some street envy, jealousy, money setup. I don't know, but... It seems like a setup in some way, shape, or form. On a Sunday afternoon, broad daylight, still haven't found this dude. It was so many people outside on that video. I agree. I'm having some internet difficulties, guys. Um, yeah, I, I definitely think it was something fishy. I mean, yes, okay, obviously, yeah. obviously, it was something fishy, but. Um, 
I mean, it could be anything, you know, I don't, I don't, I've never trusted the government. So could be something there. But I've also know that a lot of your haters aren't people that, you know, don't know you, you know, matter of fact, these days, a lot of people who don't even know you give you a lot of support. I'm not gonna say, exactly. you know, it is what it is. I'm not saying you don't have no support coming from within your circle. But what I'm saying is, is a lot of times it's people who um, are around you or close to you, you know, hate is a especially with men, you know, men can be very, they're just different. And that ego, um, when it gets in the way of logic and you almost don't have anything to live for, those are the ones that you got to be careful about. Like if they don't have nothing to die for or live for, you know, my thing is, if you ain't got nothing to lose, I don't need to be fucking with you. Like, because you ain't got shit to lose. You know what I mean? Like, I don't need to be around somebody who has nothing to lose because guess what? Some shit happened. You know, you obviously don't give a fuck about your shit, so you're not going to give two fucks about mine. Um, you just got to look within your circle, and a lot of times it, it is somebody in your circle. Now, it could it be somebody, and I'm not, this is a stretch, but I'm just saying, could it be someone who, you know, he bumped into and it was like man fuck you and then it's like fuck you it's like what you gonna do yeah all right i see you you know could it could it be oh, something talking about nipsey mm-hmm. could it be something well, where you heard just, the story right you i did hear story? the story about it being a snitch, a snitch so, so apparently so this guy was in his shop and nipsey was like you're a snitch or some something went down like you know you a snitch like don't shop in here get out of here had some words a dude left and apparently the guy came back mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, if he's a snitch, you know, that's a, that's a huge thing in the code, too. And, you know, hell, they got on, um, who did they get on? It Was, was it, um, what's his name? Not Lil Uzi Vert. What's that one guy's name that looks like a clown? He's got all the different color hair. Yachty? Oh, 6'9". Who? Takashi 6'9". Takashi 6'9". Like, people going in on him. I mean, these are, like, big names, like Fat Joe and, um shoot i can't fabulous and there's some other bigger names that are like man fuck him snoop you know fuck him he's a snitch and then you had the newer age people like us like man you know you can't you can't fault him for not wanting to do his whole life in jail you know over a fucking you know you just have some people who respect the code you have some people who don't whatever that code is i don't live that life but i do know that snitches are not looked good snitches get motherfucking stitches so unfortunately yeah and I people be out here snitching all day i know so many people from my hometown and snitched and got out of jail and did this and fuck that people i mean people still be snitching because when Lots you're on the line it's a different situation for a lot yeah, of people. or they tell you about your you know they use your family as you know pawns too you know who who knows but if that is the situation that really sucks too because it's again that ego like yeah you know like and it's sad i mean you it's so much you know violence in the hood it's like you can't blame these people for wanting to snitch because who's going to protect them like i mean it's i would that's my worst situation i would never want to be in that situation in a million fucking years because the person i am yes i'm a good person i would love to help 
bring justice to somebody. But at the end of the day, if my life and my family is on the line, am I going to sacrifice my safety for your family member that's already gone? Like, I don't know if I would, you know, like. I don't even want to do jury duty. Girl, I just missed jury duty. You were called for jury duty? And I rescheduled it. And then I forgot I had it. And I hope they don't find me or something. I actually wanted to go. You know me. I got an opinion shit. They probably going to be like, okay, you're doing too no, much. That's like, <laughs> that's like just as bad as snitching, depending on what kind of case it is. Like, I had a girl, girl, I had a girl who I knew she was on jury duty. And she said her, their deliberation, whatever you want to call it, it was like a week long. Like a week long. Like they couldn't take no breaks, nothing. Like they, they had to reach a decision. I mean, they took a break, but what I'm saying, it was like a long week. Like it was a whole week because they just could not reach a verdict. And it was for a murder case. And he was like, "Mm mm-hmm. She was like, when I tell you, I was fucking scared. She was like, apparently this was like some gang related, you know, like situation. The judge, people were talking about, you know, they were going to get the judge, like, I don't I don't know. I'm wearing a know. wig in that bitch. <laughs> I'm coming that bitch with a wig, sunglasses, incognito. You hear me? <laughs> like, hey, I know you ain't doing. <laughs> like, I know you ain't doing, my nigga. <laughs> right. I make him dressed as a fucking dude. I know you ain't doing. I know you was there. I know all the evidence is pointed at you. But I believe. I believe. I am on your side. Not just playing, but. Um, but yeah, she said it wasn't, it wasn't no traffic ticket. We trying to negotiate who was right. No, this was a murder case. That's so scary, man. She was like, and she said, she said the scary part about it is the dude, I guess the dude had looked at the jury and you know, whether it was a scare tactic or what, he was just like, you know, it was just, wow. she was like, it was, she was like, I was terrified I was like and she was like the fact that we drug it out as long as we did that's another thing like I just wanted to be over that sounds like a movie right there I know and she I think hers is a little (laughs) out of ordinary because most people sure hers is a little more extreme but I mean I've I've had people that have had it was like a uh, fake check case and yeah yeah I mean yeah I just don't want to do it I'm like I don't well don't put me up on no jury please Lord Jesus don't put me up on no jury I can't remember what day it was yesterday. You start presenting facts and all that type of stuff. I mess around and girl, I'm just not. Girl, you would hold up the whole jury. You know what I'm saying? I'd be like, okay, so wait, Monday he did. I thought that was Wednesday. All right, let me write that down. Yeah, (laughs) write that down. Because y'all, I could have sworn y'all told me Tuesday he did. (laughs) I'm just the wrong person. So, um, but yeah, today felt really eerie. Girl, I've been in a fucked up mood i feel good doing this though this is a great outlet i'm starting to realize that huh i said i'm starting to realize that this what? podcast is a really good outlet for me oh, because no. i really wasn't very talkative or anything today i'm just very to myself no. and in my feelings for for very- know, whitney gave me some very <clears throat> very very good advice before we hopped on our podcast i swear we had the juiciest conversations before we hop on here i know y'all want to be listening but we can't put some of this stuff on air you know what we got to do we should we should start when we build our followers up we can do a patreon so like the after dark juicy stuff they can just pay like five dollars a month to unlock all that content sure that additional content sure yeah it'll be all of my favorite podcasts have patreons and honestly i'm 
I, I, I am about to subscribe to one of them because I listen to this, I binge on this podcast. It's called Crime Junkies. Okay. And I hope they do. I hope they cover Nipsey, but um, it's two it's two women and they cover crimes and just in a, a real personable way or whatever, but in a real life way. Okay. And um, yeah, they have a Patreon mm-hmm. for additional content and it's that good and I would pay for it and I probably mm-hmm. will once I'm finished with the free content. Ooh, um, I know people for a fact would want to hear our juicy content. Exactly. Ooh, let's be juicy, y'all. Maybe we need to write a book on it, juicy. Yeah, it's a good outlet just even getting on here, you know, as a regular basis, even if we're just talking as friends, yeah. you know, not even recording. It's so funny that we're so far away, but it's like, we I feel so, like when you came, like when you flew in for the bridal shower, I was like, it didn't feel like I hadn't seen you I know. since August or, you know what I mean? Like, cause we, we talk or, and I see you. So, well, you know, so yeah, it, it's a great it's a great thing. Technology, as bad as we've talked about it, as far as social media, something is like you say, you got to take the good with the bad. It brings mm-hmm. us together. It tears us apart. <laughs> we see a lot. We see. When we don't you hear stuff like this, it's like, you just need to talk to someone about it sometimes. Do. Like my coworker called me on her way home last night and she was like, girl, I'm so glad you answered because I just heard about this Nipsey and I didn't know anyone else that would even talk to me about it. <laughs> Like, because none of her people like no Nipsey or whatever, and like I don't know. Is she white? No, she's black. No. But okay, her her circle. I, I ain't trying to put her business out there. But her girlfriend's not black, so she probably wasn't listening. Like, don't really know about it. Well, she may know. Let me just shut up. Okay, I don't know. But I, she <laughs> I ain't trying to fuck up her life story. I don't really don't know, but. <laughs> Anyways, she was just like, oh, I'm so glad somebody who, who would talk about this. Like, yeah. Plus, she just yeah. know I'm opinionated. I'm in the know. Yeah. Podcast, you know. Yeah. It's a good thing. It's a it's a great thing, actually. Um, like, I love it. I, I've been very sad today. I've been just in a kind of like euphoric, like, yeah, deja vu, kind of in my own head. Like, it was a pretty day outside, but I, it was just. It was just like a weird day. So weird. It's just so weird. And I hate days like that. The Sunday yesterday when he when Nipsey got shot, that was a beautiful day. Like everyone in LA was talking about how just day here too. was just a beautiful weekend. People were going to the beach because it hasn't been that warm here. And mm-hmm. it was just like a damn near 80 degrees, sunny, clear day. Right. Until he got shot, you know, and the whole city just feels like somber just right like, I, I'm nowhere near so, well I actually am kind of near I guess I could be there in like 20 minutes south LA but it's riots in the street right now there's guns the block is hot girl I wouldn't be going over there until they find that person because them blocks is going to yeah. be tight girl, I only go over there for like fish fried fish yeah yeah, (laughs) beauty supply store (laughs) so I heard he was um he had a meeting today either today or tomorrow with the LAPD about um him and Rock Nation um shoot what was it about It it was about police brutality did you hear about that yeah he ironically had a scheduled meeting with the sheriff um 
on behalf he was doing something with the rock nation and they were just trying to like end violence gang violence and um bring like awareness to the youth like they don't have to use violence and ironically he gets gunned down the day before so and the thing about it it's so crazy what's so crazy to me about death is that there's two things one is that you have all these plans right you have all these plans for the week maybe for the month next month and when you die it's like damn he was supposed to be here for or damn I was supposed to meet her for lunch like we just talked about like that's so eerie to me the second part of it is is that with the materialistic side like when you go to the hospital and they pronounce you dead if that's the way that you go like they pronounce you dead and then they say who do I give their belongings to (gasps) you literally can't take that shit with you like it's one thing like we preach it like material stuff don't mean nothing like you can't you can't die with that but like when you're in the hospital like my husband when his grandmother died was there in the hospital and he was looking around at his brother and sisters and they, you know, his grandma passed and he was like, okay, who, the doctor was like, who do I give, you know, who wants to take her belongings? And I was like, God, that's just so eerie. Like, yeah. it's, just, it's just eerie. It's like, I get it, but I mean, I guess I'll take it. And then now I got to go home and go through the shit, not the yeah. shit, but I got to go through the stuff. You do. Ah, like I mean, London, she's got all his clothes in her house like to look at that oh I just, I just but it's just it's also like the material things it's it's it makes it even more eerie to have someone's belongings because it even makes it feel that much more lonely like it's like I have all their stuff and they're still not here like it just doesn't even seem real make you know it's such a crazy thing to get through and it's it's a cycle of life but it's just so unexplainable you know it's and especially for those and I never mean to be insensitive like if someone's grandma died at 95 like I'm never like well you know at least she lived a long life like I try not to say that if anything I'll say like oh my god thank god you've had her for as long as you've had and you guys have had all these memories you know, because at the end of the day, to live that long is such a blessing. I know whether she died at 95 or 62, the hurt is still the same. But at the very least, you at least had them on this planet for 95 years versus someone who is 30, just now getting on their feet. They've got two kids, you know, their whole life ahead of them. I think it's, and it's unexpected. You know, at 95, you kind of expect, not saying that you can't be healthy at 95, but a lot of times people just die of old age, natural causes, right? It doesn't always have to be, you know, you broke your hip, you got cancer, whatever, at 95. It's just you die of old age, you're old. And I always just say that I feel like they're, it's always just a little bit more sad when it's unexpected. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's that totally just unexpected, like, it just because you don't prepare for it. You know what I mean? You just don't prepare to bury your son's father with your it's three-year-old it's more traumatic traumatic that's the word traumatic it's more traumatic and it's I'm sure it's a lot harder to deal with you know what I mean like it's a lot harder to 
get through, like you said, to get through. To accept. To accept. It's a perfect word. A lot harder to accept. Absolutely. Hurt is hurt. Don't, again, when people die, it's the same feeling. I just think that it's a little bit, it's just a little bit more shocking and, mm-hmm. you know. Harder to swallow. Yeah, absolutely. Harder to swallow. It's, it's just harder to swallow. To be there and know when they're young, especially, it's so, it's unbelievable. And my heart just goes out to, you know, her, to Lauren London, to his his daughter, his son, his mom, his sisters, his, whoever, everyone around him. Because if I'm so affected, and, and I'm and I'm pretty affected because honestly, when I moved to LA, I just really got on Nipsey's music, like in the last three, four years. And Victory Lap is the first album that I really played. And I was very, very like highly anticipating his next project and and then then I I listened to his his interviews he 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 threw me off because I think before I got into his music and actually paid him attention I stereotyped him from how he looks he's super LA he blah 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 but when that man opened his mouth and speak he is so fucking smart and that's how I know him yeah just like wow like so I got on him hard as shit when I moved to LA. And so it yeah. just really feels like I cannot believe, because Nipsey's been around for a minute. Like when I was in high school, he was around. I remember yeah. guys were playing Nipsey when I was in high school. So I'm just now getting on him closer to his death. And it feels unfair that some like someone could be taken away. And I'm just a fan, you know what I'm saying? So imagine how Lauren London feels if they did just get married or they're just starting this life together. They just have a son. She's thinking they have their whole lives together. And for him to be snatched away like this, like, and she clearly has just been coming out of her shell. Like, I sent you the video, the little um, GQ uh, video, because she wasn't like this when she was with Wayne. She had Wayne's baby. Everything was so low key. And and she's the queen of low keyness. And Nipsey really brought her out her shell and we were loving it. Like everyone praised them as a couple. Everyone wanted them to be together. I remember when they like split up for like, just like a week yeah. or something. Everybody was like, no, no. Look, like you done lost your mind, bro. Like every, everyone yeah. supported them and loved them. Honestly, they just seem like such a low key, genuine couple in this, in this world, especially the celebrity world. And as a single woman, I just, I have looked at their like their photo albums, like when they did the the spreadsheet, uh, the photo album with the horses in LA, and like I was I was almost in tears, like oh my god, this is so cute, and they're like she has everything, like this is you know that's how I looked upon it, and that was just like a month ago, and just to imagine like I'm about to cry right now, just just to imagine how it all just like fell apart that quick. It's like, for one, further, don't compare your lives to other people. Don't try to say, you don't know what a person's journey is and what they're about to go through. Just support each one of us and support yourself wherever you are in life. You know what I'm saying? And I try not to compare myself. Yeah, that's the message. I just, my heart goes out to that woman because it's so hard just to find a man, period. That was her soulmate. And to find a good man like that, taking care of your son, your daughter, taking care of you, like business. You don't get, those. You don't get that's that's not something you get multiple times out of your lifetime. Oh, 
I'm not going to say she's never going to find love again. to be with her. He wasn't trying to play her and have bitch. He was at the star power Grammys. He could have had all these bitches out here, like Future and everything. No, he was with Lauren London on GQ, everything, like, just them low-key supporting her, her, her birthday. Like, I just, I could break down right now. I'm not going to... I feel like he also, I feel like he, she, as much as he's done for her as what, like, yes, from what we've seen, I feel like she's poured into him just that yeah. equal, you know what I mean? Like, which they, is such a beautiful. They made each other better. They made each they other, made each other better. You, you, know, he probably wouldn't, you could probably, you probably, like when I saw the photo with the horses, I gushed. Girl, because, I teared up. I was like, this is beautiful. Yeah. And I, you know, I feel like when you date someone who's, from the streets or more hood and they yeah. you know you got them doing stuff all kind of country shit it's cute yeah. you can tell that yeah. he probably was like i won't say that he was like i'm not doing that but you know it's like but that it was yeah. perfect but it was such a good it, it was, was so really good yes it was glammed up but it was, it was the glam it was la it was so la it was so la she so wrote my- at the bottom our grandkids will frame this yeah well at least they have one kid together you know um I've been hearing that she's pregnant oh you did know. say that I don't know if that's facts but I've heard it from a few different blogs and comments and people, even more so. I don't know if that's true or not I um my brother-in-law he I went over Andre's house yesterday and <clears throat> last night and um he's actually really close friends with the owner of the shoe store that they filmed in front of the GQ for GQ. Oh. Like it's supposed to be like a popular shoe store that if, if you're from LA, my brother-in-law's from LA, but mm-hmm. if you're from LA, like this shoe store, you, everybody knows what the shoe store is. So they chose, Nip chose to shoot in front of that store. So the owner had reached out to Andre um, when they did the photo shoot and was like, man, I saw Nip. It was so good to see him. Like him and his girl, they looked good you know this had a shoot like so and then Andre brought up the text from the dude and was like look I got all the pictures he sent me I was like oh wow damn you know so this is crazy mm-hmm. I'm just so it's such a blessing they I mean it's horrible he's gone period but it's a blessing I'm so glad they got that photo shoot I'm so glad they did that little interview thing like just all those memories she's gonna have like you know it was just God's timing in it and I'm just I'm glad, glad she had that yeah and I'm glad they got it right before he died too because you know they were on that little break um and I, I when they got back together you know everybody was happy because they were sad when they were apart but I'm just I'm glad that it didn't last in that space because it wasn't just that long ago I mean it was a while ago but you know what I'm saying like it anything could happen I'm just glad they figured it out they got it right Um, maybe they got married when they reconnected like it's just it's just great but it's it's just like we are losing black men at an alarming the good ones we're losing the good ones it's already not that many black men period there's not yeah well, not for, not in my pool of picking. No, you're right. Facts. And I'm just saying, and, and they're getting taken out of here. Erica Mena's ex-boyfriend, he just died. They just buried him today. That was he another got, thing. He, I heard he got shot down before he, at his birthday party, before he even entered the club. How do you get shot before you even enter the club? I think Tiana Taylor. Arriving, somebody said somebody was like. About it. 
yeah, someone was like, the celebrity, I don't know if it was Tiana Taylor, somebody was like, man, you just text me, hey, I'm out, I'm walking in now. I saw that. And, and we still have not heard anything about it, like. Yeah, that's crazy. Who, I didn't even know who he was until, it's not even that I had to know who he was, but I'm saying, like, I, I, I saw the photos, and I was like, yeah, you know, like, I just was like, and then. Well, uh, a bunch of people I'm, from my hometown were posting pictures of him. <clears throat> um, he's from Maryland. Okay. And he's Kevin Durant, um, like, best friend. Now, oh, yeah, that's right. Now, what's his name Kevin for the Durant's viewers? Kevin from Maryland, and so a lot of my friends know Kevin Durant. So. What's the, what's his name, the guy that died for the viewers that don't know? Cliff. I believe Cliff. his last name Davis, Davis, Cliff Davis. Um, so he was dating Erica Mena. And apparently he he knows Rihanna, so he's been mixing and mingling in celebrity yeah. circles for a minute or whatever. He was a basketball player, or um, I he think he played, like, he played. Yeah, he played like overseas for a little bit. Oh, okay, but I think he's just more so known for being Kevin Durant's like best friend, and then also for dating Erica Mena. So yeah, um, I remember now that when when I started doing some research on him because I just kept seeing him everywhere. I was like, okay, who is this guy? And I was like, oh, I was like, I remember when, yeah, I remember when Erica was dating him. Because I was like, oh, he's cute. You know, they're cute, whatever. He seems like a regular guy, you know. So quick and got with Safari, like, a week later. It was, like, no break. I don't know, like, randomly, because I just (laughs) saw her with Safari. And I was like, wasn't she with the other dude? Like, it couldn't have been no more than a month. Interesting. But God's time, and you just know. Listen, you don't know. That, and you know what? You just him at that club is what a lot of people are saying. She could have certainly been pulling up with him at the club on his birthday, you know? And you just said something that was a word that just resonated with me, which was that don't you, that's why you cannot compare your life to others, period. Because you don't know their walk. You don't know their struggle. You don't know when it's going to end. You don't even know if it looks, what you see, if it looks good, you know, but you don't know what's, what that person had to go through to get that, you know, would you be willing to go through, you know, freaking wire fences to get what that is? Or maybe you wouldn't, or maybe they didn't have to go through a lot, but now they're going through stuff. Like you just have to live your life, yeah. focus on you, bettering yourself, invest in yourself, you know? And it really is a beautiful thing when you can become a better person for the world. You know, the inevitable is obviously we all have a seat for death at some point. We all got to die. But the beautiful thing about Nipsey was, is that I have not heard one person say anything other than he's a good guy. Like nobody else has really all people have been saying is how great of a man this person was yeah it's you know odd. I mean? like you never heard him in no mess and he done been in the industry for over a decade and that was what i was gonna say i heard i see i didn't really i i i learned of him when he was about to sell like a thousand dollar mixtape or something like that yes. like it was a thousand dollars and i was like who is this guy that I mean, was groundbreaking what he did was groundbreaking yeah. And I was like, why is this a thousand dollars? Like, who is this guy? Let yeah, me he did a limited edition release. Very scarce amount. Like, like the first person to start doing that. He sold his singles for free, but if you wanted to, you know, mm-hmm. buy the mixtape, the exclusive mixtape, mm-hmm. 
you know, it he had a thousand dollars, and then from that thousand, he did his um, bought his independent label, record label. But again, I really wasn't into his music like that in the sense of like I can't say like oh I was rap repping his music. I liked him as a person. Like I've watched him in interviews, like you said, like knowing what he has contributed. What I thought was always dope is just how at a young age he was talking about buying property, shit that appreciates versus depreciates. You don't hear that a lot with younger people. And this is at the time when he was probably like 18. I don't know how old he was. He looked hella young. And um, he just was very smart. Like I said, watching just um, interviews and then who he interacted with. Like I love this lady, Karen Seville. She's like a media um, marketing person, but she's like, she's just cool with all the rappers and gets them out there. And Nipsey and her are like this. I and loved Nipsey's voice. Nipsey's voice. I he sounds like Snoop to me. He sounds like a young Snoop, but this just sounds so LA. So LA. He, he was got such a strong LA accent. Can we talk about it? That so man good. was fine as was. fuck. Him and Lauren was just like too fine together. Fucking <laughs> couple. The fuck? Fine. My sister, all she did last night was pull pictures up of him and was like, I mean, God damn. I was like, I know. Yeah. He pulled yeah. up another one. I mean, yeah. damn. That attitude is just cool, laid back, just silent but strong, you know? Just, ugh. My heart goes out to everyone involved. I'm just distraught, honestly. Ugh. And Lauren London, she's such a likable person. And I think that's partly why, too, because you never really hear her in any mess or any drama or any catty bullshit. She's always like girl next door, sweet, nice, you know. I think people are just hurting for her. Yeah. Hold on. Sorry, my internet connection is whack. Yeah. No, you you were saying um, Lauren London was is such a likable person. Sorry, you cut out. Oh damn. We'll see if the cut out for the listeners. But oh um, wait, hold on, my, hold on. Yeah, I was just saying she's just a really likable person. So people, you know, they hate to see her go through this. Yep. But um, I hope whatever happens. Actually, I know that whatever happened here is going to be brought to light. So this man's spirit was amazing. 33, you know, amazing accomplishments. His family will be good forever. He owns all his music. He owns multiple businesses. You think he had a will? Um, Absolutely. Absolutely. This man has multiple properties, multiple properties, multiple businesses, um, on top of that, owning your master's, just to go through the fight of owning your master's, you care about your assets. You care about where your money's going. You're not going to leave that to chance. That type of person right there is a person who's going to prepare for his assets, you know, and, and he has children. Um, yeah, yeah. No, he definitely has a will. That's all taken care of. I just hope it's no funny, shady shit, because I did hear that, you know, since his Grammy nomination, he started to work with the label, um, his next big project was, I think, going to be with Atlantic or something. So he was going to operate his independent company under, I believe, Atlantic Universal, one of them. So I'm just hoping, I know he owns his master's. I'm just hoping that there's no fuck shit happening with that because he was in the process of like joining with a major label. So I just hope all his people gets all of his money 
in every way, shape, or form. Um, that's a whole different story. But amazing accomplishment. You know, I hope to be half of the person he was able to be and to come from gang violence to be to come from you know being a crip and make his life he done got other people out of gang um violence and, and gave them jobs and legit opportunities to make money so you, you you got nothing you can't do nothing but respect a man like that so god bless him i'm so sorry this had to happen to you nipsey and i just pray god protects and watches over your family Ditto. I mean, you covered it all. I mean, I, I, my thoughts and my prayers are with your, with your family, your friends, you know, your kids, um, your wife, girlfriend, life partner, whatever title that fits. Um, I think everyone loved him as if they were family because everyone has nothing bad to say about him, you know? Nothing bad to say about him. Whoever um, did this justice will come one day this life or the next will prevail and be ready because it may not get you the way that you think is going to get you which is jail time now, i don't know i'm not saying nothing else i'm just saying sometimes karma don't come in the form of which you gave yeah, it so exactly. yeah, it's, it's unfortunate people need to really start thinking about the value of life like i don't understand why nobody values life anymore because they don't have anything to lose. So they don't have anything to live for. A lot of times you got you you find people who they don't either have anything to live for or they don't have anything to lose. You know, that and also, you know, envy, jealousy, that stuff is Yeah, that's just real. That shit is real. And I've been feeling those energies like for the past few weeks, I don't know if you've been seeing my posts and shit, but like. Oh yeah, I, I have. I've been to ask. Like, I've been like, girl, what you what's what you going through? I don't know. I just been feeling like everybody who claimed to be supportive of me is not really supportive of me. You had and one on there today girl. that was like, uh, I want to wish all six people that I fuck with <laughs> have a good day. The rest of y'all can kiss my ass. It was something. I was like, no, it literally just said, I hope the six people, people. I like had a great day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then I said, oh, yeah. And then at the bottom, I was like, I'm so done with people. <laughs> I was like, I need to holler at her later. I am done with people. Honestly, I, can, I just got to pray for people from a distance, you know? And nothing really in particular has happened until this Nipsey thing. It's just little stuff, stuff that I feel that I can't really explain. And I don't ignore my feelings or my intuition or any of that. And if I'm getting a bad vibe, I'm no longer, especially after Nipsey's death, I am no longer questioning one bad vibe I get off of anyone or any situation. And I don't have to justify me deading any situation or person, period. Because if this was some type of situation where it was envy or jealousy around his way, around his hood, it was probably something that he felt deep down inside. And he even his last tweet, they said 33 minutes before he died, he tweeted, it's a blessing to have enemies. That for it's me, a blessing to have enemies. That for me, if I'm, for, oh, for me, shit. he felt it. For me, I feel as though when a person feels compelled to write something like that, 
sure, you have some people that wake up and they just want to tweet, just want to tweet. But I'd like to think of him as someone who's intentional. And so for that, for me to read that he tweeted that prior to his, him getting shot, that let me know that he had some sort of altercation, whether it was via the phone, like, man, fuck you, pull up, what you gonna do type situation. Or, or he, he had some other way about his circle. Or yeah, or, but I'm saying like the reality of it is he's been in something and it may not even be something big, just like, it, like you said, energies, but it could be some kind of energy around you where it's like, this don't feel right. Or you could have literally gotten into a disagreement with somebody where you thought maybe, you know what, man, you a hater, you all snitch, you all fuck boy, you know, fuck you, get away from me. You know, it could be just some words, it, but people just take it so far and we really don't know yet what happened, but just because by that. Something as long, trivial as that, I don't see him do. writing. Let me just say this. I don't see him writing strong enemies over something as trivial as uh, get out my store, like a random occurrence. Like when I say, when I think of an enemy, like I may call that a hater. You know what I'm saying? Somebody who's just randomly pass me by or some shit but if when you think of an enemy you think of somebody who got a lot of shit against you like if I'm gonna call you my enemy it's almost like we have history or we have mm. some type of you know what I'm saying like mm. I, I'm not gonna gonna call a random person who pissed me off in the grocery store my enemy uh, yeah, I, I may call him a hater previous altercations with him it could and be I, I don't know I don't know like I he just seems, like you said, he seems like a man of intentional yeah. words mm-hmm. and everything that I have, like I've, I've like retweeted some of his um, tweets or whatever, and everything is very like wise or has like a deeper meaning. And I don't see him posting some shit about an enemy over something trivial that he may not have thought would blow up, blow up later. I mean, maybe, but I feel like detectives need to look into that. Police need to look into that. Because to me, that seems like a, a, I'm not going to call nobody enemy if we don't have some type of rivalry or some type of history. That's what I'm saying. I feel like something had to have happened, though, like within recent for you to, maybe it was a conversation with his homeboy and was like talking about the issue, not the issue that happened in the store, just like an incident. And it's like, man, you know what? Having strong enemies is da 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 da. I just feel like something had to have happened within that last hour, whether it's the phone, whether it's, a memory, whether it's something had that happened for you to feel compelled to pick up your phone, yeah, tweet it, tweet something like that, and then put your, you know, like I don't know, I don't yeah. know. I just don't understand how this is not out yet. You know, I really don't. So, God bless to again Nipsey Hussle, his family and friends, fans. We promise to keep his legacy alive as a nation we hope um let's not let his name live in vain like he said if they get me they kill me y'all better ride (laughs) i love that right and use his life as an example because i'm i'm extremely motivated by his life yes you know even i mean you people most normal people i would you would at least for me, 
when I'm around people that are successful and they're wise and it, mm-hmm. it, success again, doesn't have to be money. You're a millionaire. Success can mean whatever you want it to mean for yourself. But especially when you're around people, I love smart people. Like I love people who think deeper. Like I wouldn't consider myself to be like this deep person, but I love to just be like, or just like listen to someone who just gets it and shows me and teaches me things. And so for those reasons, I'm inspired alone. Like you said, yeah. I feel sad, but I also feel like, all right, we got work to do. Yep. Hustle and motivate. We got That's work to do. Last, that his last piece of work, if y'all just have, if y'all have not already listened to Victory Lab, his Grammy nominated album, please go stream it. Okay. It's extremely motivational and it's very like, it gives you an eye into his life. I, it's it's Grammy nominated for a reason. He did he did a damn good job. Yeah, it's a great one to leave as his last one because it's so motivating. Agreed. So we had to just hop on here. Um, we actually recorded yesterday, but we needed to record again. This is That's way more important than what we were talking about yesterday. What we were talking about yesterday was fun, but this is way more. Yeah. This, this had to happen this had to happen for the culture you know um yeah yeah um, rest in peace nipsey hmm. until next time guys bye bye stop it i hope it works